I want to talk and continue talking on how to be brave. Uh, a matter of fact, that's a good, a good launching there. It's just, you know, it takes bravery to step out and do what God wants you to do. And uh, what you're going to be challenged. I, I've, uh, if you've been around here, you've heard me say this before. Anything that's moving forward has resistance. And so you're, you're going you're gonna to be resisted. There's going to be some resistance, excuse me. And you're, you're going you're gonna to have some uh, opposition when you're trying to move forward. Uh, devil does not like uh, anybody serving God. And, and that's okay. We don't like him anyway. And that's all right. That's all right. We don't like him. And so, um, and we have authority over him. We don't have to fear. Uh, the only time we have to fear is when we're uh, giving him inroad into our life. When we open the door to him, then, you know, he can come in and do, do some destructive things. He can kill, steal, and destroy when we allow that. But uh, we need to understand that... Uh, that God has great things for every one of us uh, to do, to, to accomplish in our lifetime. Uh, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to require us having uh, courage to be brave, to, to be fearless, and to move out in what God wants us to do. And so I want to share a scripture out of 1 Corinthians chapter uh, 16. And this is our foundational scripture in this series. And then I'm going to jump into what I want to talk about today. It says, watch... And uh, remember that word watch, we'll get to it hopefully in a little bit, but watch, stand fast in, in the faith, be brave, be strong, let all that you uh, do be done with love. And that word love is agape, which uh, is the God kind of love. And uh, if you know anything about the scripture, the Bible says that God is love. So let everything be done with God. Yes. Right. Amen. So whatever you do, let it be done with God. And, uh, and so here's where we're wanting to launch uh, with today in, in Philippians chapter 4. Um, I want to talk to you about how to be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. A lot of people, most people, if not all people, struggle, struggle with this on some level. And uh, Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7, it says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything. That means in every situation, whatever situation you're in, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And so it gives us some ingredients here that if we'll follow these ingredients, the result will be we'll have a peace that passes all understanding. And that means that we can go ahead and step out in the areas that God wants us to step out in. That not only, it's amazing that whatever you're facing, if you have a peace in your heart, if you're not anxious, if you have a peace in your heart, you'll be brave and you'll step out and do something that you've never done before. Or you'll step out in something that, uh, that maybe uh, you've feared in the past and, and, and you, you did it and you stepped out before, but you drew back midway. Have you ever done that? Where maybe midway you, 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 you changed your mind and said, no, this is too hard. And this time you'll follow through and you'll accomplish it. So I want to take a moment and just break this down. I believe that there's some people that we talked about this weekend. Our, our, whole, uh, our whole women's conference was about freedom. And God wants to set us free today, free from anxiety. Anxiety is something that will, uh, will keep us 
uh, and bound and it'll hold us back from what God has for us. Philippians 4, 6, it says, be anxious for nothing, for nothing, be anxious for nothing. Notice that, be anxious for nothing. And so uh, I, I looked up that word anxious. It means, it, it, it means anxiety. A lot of people experience anxiety. There's some other things. It means worry. It means fretful. But it, it means anxiety. A lot of people have anxiety in, in their life. They experience that when they start to move out. And so you ever feel like that? Or you knew some, you knew, you ever had somebody that you needed to talk to and you just didn't want to talk to them and you had this anxiety and, and, and as a result, you didn't move out and talk to them. You, 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 or you'd skirted around the issue when you did face them. You swept it under the carpet instead of going ahead and, and addressing it. Simply because of the anxiety that you you experienced, and so here's the first point: be anxi- uh, be anxious for nothing. Is is that if we're going to beat that, uh, we need to understand this. We need to be irrational for nothing. Irrational. Anxiety is irrational. It has no foundation. Most of the time it has no foundation. That's why, that's why uh, the word of God tells us be anxious for nothing. Be irrational for nothing. There's no, it's, you know, there's no, there's no basis for, for what you're experiencing. Are you seeing it? Here, let me, let me share a story. I asked permission for this. I, you saw Candace's testimony. We have another testimony with uh, Debbie. I'm going to put them on Facebook uh, sometime this week so you can get on there and, and watch them then. But uh, there was somebody else that I wanted to do this because their story is so powerful. And they were sharing their story with me one-on-one, just sharing their story with me. And it just flowed. And, and, and every time they told their story, it just flowed out. But you get them behind a the camera, they froze. And, 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 uh, and she said, she said, I'm having anxiety right now. And it's just, they froze. I'm still the person that she's telling. It's irrational, right? We, we get things in our, in our thinking, and I, I said, just tell me, just tell me. You're just telling me what you've already told me. But when we got off the camera, and I turned the camera off, we're sitting there talking, and it just flows out. Turn that camera on, she just goes blank. Irrational, right? You know that the Bible tells us that we're to be anxious for nothing, that we need to not be irrational. It has no basis that what you're experiencing, that, that mental block or that, uh, those negative uh, feelings that you're experiencing have no basis. And it's amazing how many people go through that. How many have ex- experienced, uh, experienced depression? But lots and lots of people. Let me tell you where that depression has come from. It's come from your thoughts. It's come from those irrational thoughts that you've experienced, that you've meditated on, that you've kept your, your, your focus on. And as a result, it causes depression in your life. Proverbs 12.25 says it this way. It says, uh, it says, anxiety in the heart of man causes depression. But a good word makes it, makes, makes it glad. Anxiety, irrational thoughts 
cause depression in a person's life. Is this helping anybody? Watch your thoughts. Govern your thoughts. For years, I didn't know that I could do this. I didn't know that I had control. I thought just every thought that came into my mind, I had to sit there and think about it. And then I came into the things of God, and I realized, or I, you know, I, I discovered that I could bring every thought captive, that not every thought that comes into my mind do I need to sit there and think about it, and not every thought that comes into my mind needs to be voiced out. Amen. And, and, and it, it set me free. It began to change my life and the way that I conducted my life. Because where your thoughts go, there your life goes. There your life follows. I guarantee you, if you, if you sit there and think on those things that, that are irrational, then you're going to follow wherever those thoughts have, have led you. Whether it's holding back and not stepping out or, or whatever it may be. And I'm telling you, it happens with everybody. You're fighting it. You're struggling it. Struggling in it, in in various areas. If you're struggling with obedience in, in a certain area of God's word, it's because of this. It's irrational. You need to grab hold of God's word. Know that God's word is always true. It's always it's true. It's like two plus two is what? Four. I'm telling you, God's word always works if we work God's word. Okay, so be anxious for nothing. It tells us in Philippians 4, 4, 6 again, it says this. And the next thing I want to take you to point 2. I'll give you the point in a minute, but let me show you the scripture. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, every situation, we're to do it by prayer. So the second area I want you to see if we're going to be anxious for nothing is we need to consult with God in everything. Too often we're consulting our feelings, our emotions. Your, your emotions are going to be up one day and down the next. We're consulting our circumstances. We're consulting, we're consulting our fears. We're consulting somebody else's irrational thoughts or opinions. And the Bible says that we are to be anxious for nothing, but in every situation or every circumstance or in everything, by prayer. By prayer. In other words... Be consulting God. Talk to God about those things. If you're suffering anxiety in your life, then what are you consulting? Why is it that you're suffering that anxiety? It's because you're consulting possibly, probably, most likely the wrong thing. You're, you're, you're consulting your, your feelings, and your feelings are going to, they're going to lie to you from time to time. Probably most of the time. And, and you got you got to consult God in your in your life now. Colossians chapter two verse uh, Colossians chapter four verse two it says continue earnestly, which means to stand devoted, continue earnestly in prayer. Amen. So we're to we're to we're to continue in prayer. In other words, we're to continue in consulting God, talking to God, just having that. Daily conversation, it's not asking him for anything. It's just necessarily, it's just being in conversation with him because God knows all things. He will show us those things to come. He'll show us those things that we know not. He will reveal those things to us that we need to know. And so we need that. Inf- God knows it all. Yeah. And so God 
I'm, I'm talking to him. I, I talk to him all the time throughout the day. Uh, even right now, I'll, I'll look in my heart and I'll just consult. I'm looking at God for what he's wanting me to say. I don't want to misstep. I don't want to get out of step. I want to I deliver exactly what God wants delivered today. And that was my prayer this morning when I had my time, my quiet time with God. I, I always pray when I know I'm going to meet with people. I always pray for that, those, those uh, meetings that I have, today being one of them. Because I know that what I have to say, my opinion means nothing. You know, people ask me, what, well, what's your opinion about this or that or the other? It doesn't matter what my opinion is. As a matter of fact, I try not to have an opinion because I want to, I want to have God's word on it. Amen. That becomes my opinion if you, want to, if you want to say I have an opinion. Because my opinion doesn't set people free. It's the truth. And knowing that truth that sets people free. So Colossians, once again, continue earnestly, stand devoted in prayer, be vigilant in it with thanksgiving. I looked up that word vigilant. It means, care, be, uh, it means keeping careful watch for possible danger or difficulties. Well, how, how are we going to keep careful watch for danger or difficulties? We, we've, we've got to continue in prayer. We've got to be in relationship with God. He's the one that he helps us to keep watch so that we don't have anxiety in our hearts because anxiety is going to give you a misreading. It's going to give you a false reading. Again, it's going to be irrational. You're going to begin to think things, see things, experience things that are really not true. It's, it's a, what do you call it, mirage? It, it's, it's not correct. And that's where a lot of people are. The other day, uh, this past Wednesday, I shared this at the women's conference. This past Wednesday at about 2.30 in the morning, we, I, I got a phone call from the alarm company here uh, because the alarm went off here at the church, not in this building, the front building. And, and immediately, my, I got weak need. I got, I mean, I, I just got, I had this ugh, yucky, yucky, surge of feelings that went through my body where I just felt so weak. And the reason is, is because last year we had a a true break in. Thank God this was a false alarm. I don't think I ever said that (laughs) this weekend, but it was a false alarm. Uh, When we got here and the police and I walked through the building, there was a couple of police that came and showed up because they like us. They send two at a time. Anyway, (laughs) two cars, two vehicles. But we walked through and it was there was no break in. It was for some reason it just went off. And uh, but anyway, um, I just got I had this surge of of stuff, and it was because we had a break in last last year and. And I thought, and, and, and I don't know if you've ever have been broken into it, but you feel violated. And, and I had these thoughts immediately, if, they, if they're here, what's going to happen? And what's going to happen if the police aren't here? And, and you know, I, I, I'm a Texan, I pack. I, I mean, I do, and they ain't going to get me, you know, I, I, in Jesus' name. Okay, I'll give them, you know, whatever. But... Uh, I don't, I don't know if I'll do, I'm just, I don't know what I'll do. Anyway, hopefully it'll never come to that. I pray that it never will. But irrational thoughts, first thing that raced through my mind. 
somebody yesterday said uh, that one of the things that God set them free from was from, from the negative. They said, it's amazing how many times my mind goes to the negative. How many times I think the worst rather than the, the best. And it just happens in so many people's lives. We've got to be vigilant. How can we be vigilant watching for possible dangers, the true possible dangers that God will alert us of if we're just in relationship with him through prayer? And that's happened before. I've got story after story I can tell you, but I'm, I don't have the time to. But uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, you'll see it in Scripture, verse 13 through 14. It says watch. That word watch, it could have been translated vigilant. Be vigilant. In, in the, it's same, the same word as vigilant in the Greek uh, is, is translated watch. And so it says, be vigilant. In other words, keep careful watch for possible danger or difficulties. Be vigilant. Stand fast in faith. Be brave. Be strong. Let all that you do be done with God or with love because God is love. Let me give you another scripture. Be, uh, 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 and 9. I'm going somewhere with this. It says, be sober. Be vigilant. Be sober. Be sober-minded. Watch your thoughts. Don't be irrational in your thinking. How many have ever been, been drunk? Tell the truth. Okay. Talking about irrational thinking. Come on. How many, have, how many, how many people have seen a rational drunk? Oh, you come on now. I said, I said rational. Not okay. All drunks irrational. I was, I mean, I was an alcoholic for years, and so I did some stupid, dumb stuff. And then I look back, and I'm thinking, "What were you thinking?" I wasn't irrational. Be sober. Be vigilant. There it is. Why? Why is that? Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. See, he's, he's wanting to get us into a place of irrational thinking, into a place of anxiety or, uh, or uh, what was that other word I used for anxiety? That, uh, anxious, being anxious. He wants to get us there because if he gets us there, he knows he can pounce on us and devour, begin to eat away at our lives. And if he can do that, he's got us. And he's out to, and by the way, he's ruthless. He is ruthless. He's out to kill, steal, and destroy. That's why it's so important uh, that we need the word of God. That's why it's so important that we be together Sundays and in, in, in in, in be in places with small groups uh, encouraging each other in the word. I know you're getting some out of this. So let's go on to the next one, uh, Philippians chapter 4, 6 again. It says, be anxious for nothing but in everything, in every situation, by prayer and supplication. So prayer is conversing with God. Prayer is having a relationship with God. It's being aware of God, what God wants to say into our lives. By the way, God does speak to us. And, and, and it's not an audible voice like you hear. He can do that, but man, I've never heard an audible voice from God. If you have, praise God, that's good. It happens, but most most of the time it does not happen. Usually, when God speaks audibly like that, it's because there is danger coming. It's not because you're something special. 
we're all special. But God, he, he, he uh, lets us know in our knower, our hearts, what I call our knower. He'll just, he, he puts impressions in our heart. And you just, you just know that you know that God's dropped something in your heart. Do this, do that. Sometimes it'll be a little longer. And, 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 you know, but you just know. God lets you know in your knower. And, uh, and so you have that prayer time through that. But there is a time of supplication. The word supplication means to ask. It means to petition God. That's what the word supplication means. And so we, we're to ask God. Sometimes there are times where we're, we got some things going on that we could be anxious about. Wednesday night, our, our, our audio team was having uh, uh, some feedback issues with a, a, a new mic. And so we just quickly just gathered and prayed. Now, it can create some anxiety yeah. thinking that that mic's going to squeal. And it's, it's done that before during a service. We don't want it to. But it, it, we could get anxious about that. And, and, and so what we did is we just gathered and prayed. And it was immediate that they were able to resolve that. And thank God we've had several services since then. Right. And it's gone well. Yeah. Amen. So when you're anxious about something, what do you do? Oh, my gosh. You pray. Sometimes I'll tell my wife, it's like, oh, I'm feeling bad. Have you prayed? No. I just want to slap her healthy. It's like, come on, pray. Shannon said, I want to, I'll slap you back. If Terry did that to her, <laughs> lay hands on him in Jesus' name. And, and so we need to pray. Psalm 34, 15 says this. It says, the eyes of the Lord are, are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their cry. He's saying, listen, I'm listening. I love you guys. I love you. You know, my grandchildren, have I talked about them ever? <laughs> if you've been around here? Uh, who? You have grandkids? I have grandkids? Uh, man, I tell you, my ears are open. They ask something, it's like, let's move heaven and earth to try to get it for them. And I have limited resources. Can I tell you that God is, uh, uh, as Pastor Bobby was saying earlier, he's, he's unlimited. Uh, and any, anything, anything that we ever ask God, oh, that was during rehearsal. I think he was saying it maybe. I don't remember. We're in, he did say it. But God, our biggest problem is small to God. I think it's how you said it. it. It's like no biggie for God. So why don't we come to him when we're experiencing anxiety, when we need to be brave, when we need to step out, when we need to do that, whenever we need to address something or whatever it is, why don't we just say, God, help me. And guess what God does? He hears us and he responds when we do it in faith. Psalm 5.3 says, In the morning, Lord, You hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and wait expectantly. Awesome, awesome. Okay, let me me wrap this up, okay? Be anxious for nothing. Philippians 4 verse 6 says, Be anxious for nothing. 
But in everything, every situation, I want to keep repeating that, every situation. By prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. With thanksgiving. And I thought about thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is, is declaring, making a declaration to God that you got my back. And so here's, here's the fourth thought is that we need to trust God regardless. Isn't it interesting that he ends in saying that we need to be thankful? That we need to be expressing our gratitude, our thanksgiving to God, our declaration to God that, God, you've got our back. I, I, I have done what your word says. I'm anxious. for. No, I'm not being irrational in my thinking. But instead, I'm in relationship with you. I'm walking with you every day. And I'm bringing my request before you. And from this point on, I thank you regardless of what I see or don't see. I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you that if this is what you want me to do, to take that step or to address this issue or to move out in this area that I know that I need to move out in, that you're going you're, you're gonna to be there. You got my back. That's right. I don't have to worry. I don't have to be anxious. I don't have to be full of anxiety. The one that, that, uh, that should have done that videoing, you hear me? All right. I, I told them not to answer, so they'll, they'll get me later. Trust him regardless of what you see or don't see. Regardless. Take out. You, wouldn't it be a shame? Maybe that's the wrong word, but wouldn't it be horrible that, that you go at the, uh, get to the end of your life, you, you close the door on this life. By the way, you never die if you're a believer. You just move on. You're just moving locations. And then and when you move locations and God just brings out this whole video screen and saying, listen, this is what you could have done if you wouldn't have been irrational. You could have, you could have accomplished this. This could have happened. But you allowed those irrational feelings or thoughts or situations to keep you and hold you back. I had so much for you. Now, God's not condemning, and he's, he's, he's a good God, good, good father. It's who he is. Sing it for me, Lynn. Sing it for me. Come on, brother. So I close with this scripture. Proverbs chapter, one of my favorite, Proverbs chapter 3. It says, trust the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own irrational thinking, human reasoning, but in all your ways. Sounds like the the scripture that we we talked about earlier, right? In in all your ways. In other words, uh, we're we're to make sure that we're being anxious for nothing, but in everything, in every situation, in all your ways, acknowledge him. Sounds like that we're being vigilant at this point. We're being watchful. We're being in relationship with God. God's going to show us when, if we need to maybe yield or maybe stop or maybe take a left or a right. Or maybe, maybe we need to abort. God knows. But we're not aborting 
at the at the uh, at the at the sign or the uh, oh, give me a word here. Uh, I'm lost for words. We're not aborting because anxiety is telling us to abort. We're, we're, we're aborting because we know that God is leading me. Because the steps of the righteous. By the way, God leads in steps. The steps of the righteous are order of the Lord. Just take a step at a time. We can all do that. Just one step at a time. Be brave to take that one step, and then he'll open up the next. But in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your steps. Not might, he shall. And then it goes on to say, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord. And it's not talking about a fear where you're fearful like scared. It means, it means, it means being respectful. It means a wholesome dread of displeasing God. It says, fear the Lord and depart from evil. And if we'll do that, the peace of God, the peace of God that passes all understanding will come upon our life. And we can be brave in any and every given circumstance that we face in Jesus' mighty name.